it was custom to sacrifice the Passover lamb. Jesus' disciples asked him, where do you want us to go and make preparations for you to eat the Passover? Jesus sent two of his disciples and telling them to go into the city and a man carrying a jar of water will find you. Follow him. Say to the owner of the house that he enters, the teacher asks, where is the guest room where I may eat the Passover with my disciples? He'll show you a large upper room, furnished and ready. Go and make preparations for us there. The disciples left. They went into the city and they found things just as Jesus had told them. So they prepared for the Passover. When evening came, Jesus arrived with his disciples. And while they were reclining at the table eating, he said, I tell you the truth. One of you will betray me. One who is eating with me. The disciples felt sorrow. And one by one they said to him, Surely not I. It is one of the twelve, Jesus said. For it is written, And the Son of Man will go just as it is written. But woe to the man who betrays the Son of Man. For it would have been better for him if he had not been born. And while they were eating, Jesus took bread. And after he had given thanks, he broke it. Then he gave it to his disciples and said, Take it. This is my body. Then he took the cup. And after he gave thanks, he passed it to each of them, or offered it to each of them. And they all drank from it. This is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many. I tell you the truth, I will not drink again of the fruit of the vine until I drink it anew in the kingdom of God. After they had sung a hymn, they went to the Mount of Olives. All of you will fall away, Jesus said. For it is written, I will strike the shepherd and the sheep will scatter. But when I am risen, I will go ahead of you to Galilee. Peter declared, I, even if all fall away, I will not. Jesus said, I tell you the truth. Today, even this evening, before the rooster crows twice, you will deny me three times. Peter insisted emphatically, even if I have to die with you, I will never disown you. And the rest said the same. They went to a place called Gethsemane. Jesus said to his disciples, Stay here while I pray. And he took Peter and James and John along with him. And he began to be deeply distressed and troubled. My soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death, he said. Stay here and keep watch. Going a little further, he fell to the ground and prayed that this hour, if it's possible, this hour might pass from him. Abba, Father, all things are possible with you. Take this cup from me. Yet not what I will, but what you will. When he returned to the disciples, he found them asleep. Simon, he said to Peter, are you asleep? Could you not keep watch even for one hour? Watch and pray that you do not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the body is weak. He went away again and prayed the same thing. And when he returned, he found the disciples were asleep again because their eyes had grown heavy. They didn't know what to say to him. 
When he returned the third time, he said, Are you still sleeping and resting? Enough! Look, the hour has come. Look, the Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Rise, let's go. Here comes my betrayer. And just as he was saying this, Judas, one of the twelve, appeared, along with a crowd who were armed with swords and clubs sent by the chief priests, the teachers of the law, and the elders. Now the betrayer had arranged a signal with them. The one that I kiss is the man. Arrest him and lead him away under guard. He went right over to Jesus. And Judas said, Rabbi. And he kissed him. They seized Jesus and arrested him. Now one who was standing near Jesus drew his sword and he struck the servant of the high priest, cutting off his ear. Am I leading a rebellion, Jesus said, that you have come out with swords and clubs to capture me? Every day I was with you in the temple courts teaching and you did not arrest me. But this is so that the Scriptures could be fulfilled. There was a young man who had nothing but a linen garment who was following Jesus. When they seized him, he fled naked, leaving his garment behind. They took Jesus to the high priest. And the chief priests and the teachers of the law and the elders, they gathered together. And Peter followed at a distance, even right into the courtyard of the high priest. And there he sat with the temple guards, warming himself by the fire. Now the chief priests and the whole Sanhedrin were looking for evidence against Jesus because they wanted to put him to death. But they couldn't find anything. Many falsely made false testimonies against him, but their statements didn't line up. Then some made this false testimony. They said, we heard him say that I will destroy the temple. I will destroy this man-made temple, and in three days I will raise another, not made by men. But even still, they could not get their statements straight. Then the high priest stood up in front of all the, the Sanhedrin, all the council. He stood before all of them and asked Jesus, what is, do you, Are you not going to answer them? What is this, this false testimony? What is this accusation they are bringing against you? But Jesus remained silent. He didn't say a word. So the, the high priest asked him again, Are you the Christ? the Son of the Blessed One. And echoing the words that God spoke to Moses centuries before, He said, I am. And you will see the Son of Man sitting at the right hand of the Mighty One, coming on the clouds of heaven. At this, the high priest tore his robes and said, Why do we need any more witnesses? You have heard the blasphemy. What do you think? And they all condemned him as worthy of death. Then some began to spit on him. They blindfolded him and struck him with their fists, saying, Prophesy! And the guards led him away and beat him. While Peter was down in the courtyard, the servant girl of the high priest came by. And when she saw him warming himself, she took a closer look at him. You are also with the Nazarene Jesus, she said. And he denied it. I do not know or understand what you are talking about. And he went out into the entryway. 
when she saw him again in the entryway. She said to those standing around him, He is one of them. But Peter denied it again. And after a while, those who were standing with him, they began to ask him, Surely you are one of them, for you too are a Galilean. And Peter began to call down curses on himself. I swear to you, I do not know this man you are talking about. And just then, just then, the rooster crowed twice. And he remembered the words that Jesus had spoken to him. Before the rooster crows twice, you will deny me three times. He broke down and he wept. Early in the morning, the chief priests, the teachers of the law, and the elders, the whole Sanhedrin reached a decision. They bound Jesus, and they led him away, and they handed him over to Pilate. Are you the king of the Jews? Pilate asked. Yes, it is as you say. But the chief priests were bringing all sorts of accusations against him. So Pilate asked again, said, aren't you going to answer them? See how many accusations they bring against you. And yet Jesus remained silent. And Pilate was amazed. Now it was custom of this time, or custom of the, fest, of the festival or the feast, for, to release a prisoner of whom the people requested. A man named Barabbas was in prison along with the the insurrectionists, because he committed murder during the uprising. The crowd came up and asked Pilate to do what he usually did. Do you want me to release to you the one you call the king of the Jews? Knowing that it was out of envy that the chief priests had brought him to Pilate. But the chief priests, they stirred up the crowd that he would have Pilate release Barabbas instead. What do you want me to do then with the one you call the king of the Jews? Crucify him! Why? What crime has he committed? And they screamed all the louder, Crucify him! Wanting to satisfy the crowd, Pilate released Barabbas, had Jesus flogged, and turned him over to be crucified. The soldiers took him to the palace. That's the praetorium. And they gathered together a whole, the whole company of soldiers. And they put a purple robe on him. And they twisted together a thorn made of, or a crown made of thorns and set it on his head. Then they began to cry out to him, Hail the King of the Jews! Again and again they struck him on the head with a staff and spit on him. Then falling down on their knees, they paid homage to him. After they had mocked him, They took the purple robe off of him and put his own clothes back on him. Then they led him out to to crucify him. And a certain man from Cyrene named Simon, the father of Alexander and Rufus, was passing by, coming in from the country, and they forced him to carry the cross. They led Jesus to a place called Golgotha, which means the place of the skull. They offered him wine mixed with myrrh, But he did not take it, and they crucified him. It was the third hour when they crucified him. They divided up his clothes, seeing and cast lots, seeing which each would get. 
The written notice above him of the charges against him read, King of the Jews. They crucified him between two criminals. One on his right, one on his left. And the people passing by would hurl insults at him, shaking their heads saying, So you who are going to tear down or destroy the temple and build in three days, come down off that cross and save yourself. In the same way, the high priests were mocking him among themselves. He saved others. Why doesn't he save himself? Let this Christ, this King of the Jews, come down from the cross that that we might see and believe. Even those who were crucified with him hurled insults on him. From the sixth hour, or excuse me, at the sixth hour, darkness covered the whole land until the ninth hour. At the ninth hour, Jesus cried out in a loud voice, which means, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Those who were standing near to him said, listen, he's calling Elijah. A man ran and filled a sponge with, with wine vinegar and put it on a stick and offered it to him. Now leave him alone. Let's see if Elijah comes to save him. Then Jesus cried out in a loud voice and breathed his last. And the curtain of the temple was torn in two from the top to the bottom. When the centurion who had been standing in front of Jesus, when he heard this and saw the way he died, he said, surely, surely this was the Son of God. Listen to these words that Isaiah spoke centuries before Christ. He was despised and rejected by others, a man of suffering and familiar with pain. Like one from whom people hide their faces, he was despised, and we held him in low esteem. Surely he took up our pain and bore our suffering. Yet we considered him punished by God, stricken by him and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him, and by his wounds we are healed. We all, like sheep, have gone astray. Each of us has turned to our own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed and afflicted, yet he did not open his mouth. He was led like a lamb to the slaughter, and as a sheep before its shears is silent, so he did not open his mouth. By oppression and a judgment he was taken away. Yet who of his generation protested? For he was cut off from the land of the living. For the transgressions of my people he was punished. Sometimes it's good just to hear the story again. To let the gospel speak into our lives. Today is Palm Sunday. But it's also a time for us to talk about the cross. For us to share again, to remember what Christ has done for us this life that he has given us, and the cost, the sacrifice that it took for him to do it. As we move into Holy Week, I pray that you will be praying, that you will be spending time with God, reflecting on this amazing thing that God has done for us. Let's pray together. Father in heaven, Lord Jesus Christ, 
we are amazed again at what you have done. The sacrifice that you have made. The death that you died that we might have life. Lord, again this morning we remember and we praise you. We pray this in Christ's name. Amen.